recording. Hello and welcome to this special podcast. We're going to be watching Doctor Who Rose today, and joining me in this very special event is Gemma, Alison, Chris, Lawrence, and I am Mark, your Master of Salonies. And I shall instruct Master of Buttons, Chris, to push the button, and we shall begin the episode now. Now, now, dropping a stupid voice, who downloaded the pilot when it leaked? Nope. No, guilty. Me, yeah. yay. <laughs> On actually, the day. I did well, not have the internet at the time. <laughs> I had noble motives, actually. I wanted to see it before it came on to check that it was okay for my son to watch it. I just oh. wanted to be a super fan for the day and say, I've seen something you have the internet people. So at least you got to see it without the um, impromptu appearance from no, say that Graham Norton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that cringe time. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cried. I was panicking the whole way through the rest of it. You're just like, like, please don't let that happen again. <laughs> it completely ruined it. Uh, the opening shot. But at least it upped the DVD sales. Probably. A lot of people don't know this <laughs> opening shot is not actually CGI, it's from that that um, sh spaceship that crashed into Earth a couple of years ago. <laughs> Hit London go. and did yeah. no, no damage. damage as well. And crashed get that. into a we, clock radio. Yeah. I never get that part of the fade-in. We sort of go down, it hits the tower block, and then it's a uh, clock. Shall we, yeah, it should go down through people's houses. As is, yeah. Where they're having... That's just sex. lazy. I mean, you've gone so far, you might as well carry on. Yeah. They could do it like they did on Nightwatch. Mm. What did they do on Nightwatch? On Nightwatch, this there, there's a plane in turbulence, and this rivet comes out, and it falls down through all these birds onto a grate, and then a onto a what type? Like a vent, a vent grating. Oh, I thought you said. And then grate. this cockroach goes onto it and starts licking it, and then this bird pecks the cockroach, and the rivet goes down, right down all this vent air vents into some woman's cup of tea. <laughs> cool. It's brilliant. Okay. Just bringing Three us back minutes. to the plot. Yes. Who else thought that Mickey was a complete and utter plank? Oh, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Not just from this tiny little bit, but I did think just generally. Like, I think <laughs> they're like overdoing the happy couple bit. You kind of go, yeah. nobody eats a sandwich like that and they're a partner. <laughs> well, they were also weird. overdoing the look. You really want to go away with this strange guy in a box because hey, it's better than this damn boyfriend you've got. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't have been going out that often. I mean, he's got his own place. And then not moved in together yet? She'd rather stay with mum. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not allowed to read it. And he's obviously older than her. Yeah. What's up mm. with the emails? Yeah, but actually, yeah. he looked about six or eight in Father's Day, didn't he? When that, what was he about, about six or seven year old Father's Day? He'd be younger than that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's good. But then age is relative on television. I mean, look at high school music. So I'm guessing Rose in school mm -hmm. would be the bitch who goes around dating all the prefects. You know, who. No, she'd be no, a bad the, girl. The she jocks, surely. Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't go for the pre She'd worked her way through the footy team. <laughs> well, she did say she dropped out of out of doing her A-levels because of a bloke. Mm. Yeah. Who decided not to do it. Yeah, but you don't have prefects when you get to A-levels. Yeah. Mm. Only one of the teachers, mm. then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a British school. I wonder what the HP and HP Wilson stands for. Hopelessly pointless. Harold Pinter. I wonder if it's a Lovecraft reference. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's Lovecraft references so in everything, isn't there? I suppose if if the nesting consciousness looked like it did in the Pertwee story, that could be indeed because it, it mm. looks a bit Cthulhu-esque. <laughs> I never thought I'd say the word Cthulhu-esque. 
Mainly because you didn't think it could be pronounced, or? No, just, why would I ever use that word? (laughs) So what did we think of Autons, then? They were good-looking, but no shop dummy anymore has heads. Mm. I can't remember the last time I saw a shop dummy with heads, and especially the ones that come in later with the wedding dresses on. They've got hair as well, and people just don't do that because it looks awful. I don't know. <laughs> Mark, Marks and Spencers used to have some of the uh, these weird sort of. They were. Oh yes, ones. Marks and Spencers ones were spooky. I remember going oh, yes. in there and there, there were ch- children ones as well. Because not only have they got heads and things, but they've got like faces, but they're really sort of clownish, exaggerated faces. Oh. Even if they moved, seriously, even if they don't move, they're creepy enough. <laughs> mm. I think this is the point where Graham Norder made his appearance. Yeah, I think it was. I wonder if some of the shop dummy designers now were kids who watched Doctor Who and therefore decided not to put heads on them exactly to prevent this kind of thing from happening. Or arms, in fact. Yeah, Yeah. because you can't get dancers with no heads. Mm. So you couldn't get them in the costume. What about the creaky noise your tons make as they move? Do they... does that work or does it feel... No, I like it. sound effect for the sound effect of it. I like it. I think it emphasises the way. Well, I think you see Auton boobs in this, but I think this also episode contains the first Auton boobs. If you, if you watch very carefully, I think we missed it actually. Yeah. I think you, they pop up again in a minute. Boobs, <laughs> boobs tend to do. Yeah. Fashion dummies that wander around. Yeah, they are. Right behind Automaton like. Oh, I missed them again. Do you think we could call them Abba zombies? Abba zombies. Oh, Abba oh zombies. here he is. Abba How's zombies? that for an entrance, eh? <laughs> hey. Much 
He does sort of flip between the crazy uncle and the crazy uncle no one talks about. Now, wouldn't she mm. now be like showered with glass and debris? Flaming debris. Originally. Tonis! Tonis! Originally, you were going to have couches falling down from the sky and everything, but they can't, they didn't do it in the end. They took it out because it apparently looked rubbish. Oh, so <laughs> so they they did have flying debris. It'd be like that bit in Monty Python. Bet you the Traxy bombs. Legendary. The debut of the Traxy bombs. Jackie. Up there with the scarf, I think, of Tom Baker. <laughs> <laughs> so or going back to not. <laughs> it being a trailer points in it, was this episode just one big trailer? Largely, yes. But then that's what a pilot is. Mm. Well, it's an introduction as well, isn't it? You can't... Yeah. And yeah. mm. um, isn't this the only time we've... No, it's not the only time, but it's, it's the most we've met a member of the family. Yes. Just already yeah. by now. Yes. That, apart from Aunt Vanessa, who died in five yes. minutes, and Adric's brother, who didn't last terribly long either. And I can't think of anyone. Um, struggling to think of any others. Yeah. Unless, of course, you count Susan. We never met Susan's uh, mother either. Mm. Just so do you think we were actually meant to like Mickey or hate him then, logically? I don't think we're supposed to think anything I, about Mickey to I start think, with. Yeah, I, I think, think he's a plot <laughs> device. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just I, a bloke. I think he was a reason for her to leave. Mm. But we'll get to that nearer the yeah. end. Well, he's probably emphasising emphasizing yeah. the mundan mundanity, mundanity yeah. of her yeah. life. Yeah. 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 Apparently that's the one thing they're not allowed to show on the BBC News reports now on Doctor Who. They've got to take the clock off. Oh, makes it look too realistic, doesn't it? Do you know, if you watched Torchwood when they were doing the broadcast, yeah. the only thing that was missing was the clock. For some reason, they have to remove the clock. What clock? There's a little timer clock that tells you the time of day when you watch the news on BBC. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, and when they ever, when it's ever a TV programme's actually showing the news programme on they TV, they have to take the clock off, because apparently, with the clock taken off, people aren't convinced it's real. Can I just say, excellent bed hair. Yes. In, yeah. in drama nice. productions, everybody has a nasty tendency to have just been brushed before the scene because they can't get people exactly messy enough for continuity. But because that's the first scene of the day, they oh, ought to have a lovely and messy, and that was excellent. Don't get me started on that Torchwood thing from series one, where they come from the past and. Um, but you never watched it? I, I've seen it. But I didn't. Only one's getting you started on it. No, yeah, no, no. It was giving me some. She was mentioning bed hair, and I was talking about there's that episode where there was World War Two people come back from the past in Torchwood. In yeah, the in series two. Was it no series one? No, the series one episode where they came. They come in on the plane. Left in the fifties. Oh yes, yes. And why should they have bed hair? Well, I'm going to explain it. I've got the name of the doctor. What's his name again? Owen. Owen. Owen then shacks up this one with the pilot, shags her, and then but they show her in bed and they're both made up meticulously, 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 meticulously. Thank you. After supposedly having sex, their hair's all in the right position. There's no sweat, and the only thing I could think of is, well, if they just had sex, it must have been a really crap shag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the sheet was tucked in and everything. Maybe even that, or it's just that us uncool people get hot and sweaty. Yeah. Cool, cool, pretty people don't. No, yeah. There we go, Jackie in action. Oh, yes. time. <laughs> there is some lovely interaction. Strange man in my bedroom. Everyone else. Yes, there is. <laughs> yep. Anything could happen. Um, yeah. No. 
So pity he didn't maintain that for the rest of the series. Sadly, if that was David Tennant, it would be, yes, come here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I don't think even, Get him off, even David off. Tennant didn't go there. Yeah, he did. He got a snog at the end, didn't he? No. <laughs> Not yeah, that. Jackie, <laughs> yeah, ghosts when they walked in and she snogged him. She oh, I, they, I missed that In bit. the beginning of Army Ghost when they walk in, she pushes him against the wall and snogs him. I can't remember that. Is this some Definitely think I missed that Army Ghost, watch it in the beginning. When they come in from the backpack, she grabs him and kisses him. Okay. okay. So, this is, I'm being the doctor acting here, so. Right, okay, serious question now. Does this now set it just after a generation? Yes. That's, that is a bit of a problem. Him, him, it, uh, how many stories can he go without seeing his reflection? <laughs> Realistically. <laughs> or we could just say, it's a throwaway, throwaway line, ignore it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. But why <laughs> would With he... Doctor Who fans, we're supposed to dig bits apart. Why yeah, because of that, with the Doctor can only regenerate 12 bloody times now. We just let that line die in 1974. Or, 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 or good idea, we'll, 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 we'll kill um, I found all this bit very, a bit too silly, I'm afraid. Yeah, this is. Yeah. I think, is, I think. I can see how it would move, but what on earth would make it fly? I think the yeah. ideal music to accompany this should it be flies. Chuckle Chuckle Vision. Chuckle <laughs> Vision. <laughs> to me, to you, to, to me, me, to, to you. you. <laughs> the, the hand flies through a wonderful and sophisticated technological con uh, conveyance known as narrative convenience. Oh, okay. Is that the fact? That the, is that to do with the fact that the actual settee is pushed up against the wall? Then, when they cut to the point where the doctor's looking over the side of it, is actually enough room for the hand to come up against it? Exactly. That's how I've noticed. That bit. Oh, I know that. I know that. If you watch it again, that that art, that chair he's looking over is pushed up against the radiator at one point. Then, when he's looking over it, there's enough space for the hand to jump out and grab him. There have been a tussle since then. He might have pushed it. Yeah, she does land on It's the worth keeping an eye on the weather conditions. <laughs> if I remember correctly, well, they had to do a bit of reshooting. If you look at these garages, there's actually Dalek graffiti on them. Well, there's actually some extremely saying. rude graffiti on them. Yeah, they you can see on the off. thing. It's like the <laughs> but this is, this is the first time we see Rose being companion material, I think, now. Mm. Where she's questioning the Doctor and hounding him. Or we see the beginning of the clinginess from Series 2 where he's asking her to go away and she's not. <laughs> when does he ask her to go away? He's pretty much telling her to go away now. <laughs> that is a long scene. Yeah, it is. Good a on them for keeping oh, it going. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, quite a lot going on. Do a rope star cut now. Let's go into one of the garage doors and come back. <laughs> you can always tell what part the shoot is really as well, because Biddy sends a drop in London accent at certain points. She hasn't got a bad London accent, though. Mm. When she's on the form, she doesn't mm. need to concentrate a bit. I suppose if we're on the topic of Rose, there's two major questions. Is she a good companion, and is she a chav? Series she's one. not a chav. <laughs> Seri no, there's no Burberry inside. Series one, yes, yeah, she is a good companion. Series two, she somehow drifts off into she can do no wrong territory by the, the writers. The thing so. is, series two drifted off into a terrible, awful place that I would never want to revisit. <laughs> so that's probably not entirely her fault. And we, I would, we would point out, what does series two have that series one does not? Mickey, travelling in the TARDIS. That's but true. that was good. Oh, it, was good. Yeah. it was good. It was good, yes. It was good. I entirely agree. dropped her and kept him. Yeah. <laughs> He'd yeah. improved enough by then. Mickey I liked Mickey. 
But the thing is, Mickey rocked. Mickey did rock. Yeah. Why? It was just too close to Mickey Rourke. Yeah. The rest are available on DVD now from Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, here it is. I love the fact the TARDIS Jesus is in the background Christ. and they're not paying any attention to it whatsoever. And but it's already, oh, we already have the, the um, subtle message that he can drive it. Yeah. Because that's not where it was last yeah. time we saw it. I know. He does It does usually just park the TARDIS somewhere and then goes off for, for the his whole adventure. Of the adventure. But yeah. now he seems to be popping around like some sort of... Yeah, now he can't be asked to walk half a mile. <laughs> He's got to hop. Does anyone else think that this bit is shamelessly awful it is it is so basically saying I, this, this is so obvious I am the doctor's speech this is trying to be like yeah. Tom Baker in Ark in Space it, it just creeps it, up and like clunks you on yeah, the back the of the head you've been having a nice time yeah. and then suddenly it's like oh crap what the hell is that it's, all, it's also gratuitous hand holding excuse time yes yeah, yeah. But then it oh is. but I do like that mean look oh, oh yeah <laughs> much better than the manic Unfortunately, that's the looks in Great Nugger go off and chase a space pig down a corridor. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> I'm up north. Yeah, no. a bit too far no. north. <laughs> He's from Manchester, yeah. not Newcastle. Oh, is, it? is he? Oh, yes. Newcastle. No, David Eccleston's from Salford. David Eccleston. David Eccleston. Who the hell's David Eccleston? <laughs> that, that's the point in between this doctor and the next doctor. That just that split second of regeneration becomes David Eccleston. David Eccleston. <laughs> Or Christopher Tennant. There you go, that's a much cloudier day from the previous shot, and now it's sunny, and now it's cloudy again. They, they definitely had to intercut some footage there. Aww. Do you think Billy, pa Billy Piper's pout is too... Nothing wrong with Billy Piper's pout. <laughs> Frankly, I'm Not surprised really that you, Mark, are actually looking at her face in that scene. <laughs> I was being respectful for the drama there, so I was... <laughs> Oh, is that what he says? Yeah. Oh. I've never heard him say what was that? off before. No, I missed that one as well. Yeah, yeah. on the um, subtitles. Because we are watching says, it with subtitles yeah. on. He says, oh, here's my woman, and then he says, get off. Ah, it's no. like, we're picking up on references we never saw before. <laughs> the fact he says, don't read my emails, do you feel that means he's cheating? That or he subscribed to some nasty porn. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't really subscribe to He's a living on his own and has got the internet. Come on. There is going to be some hardcore stuff on there. And I bet he doesn't wipe his history. Mm. <laughs> well, he wouldn't need to. He just says, don't read my emails. And she doesn't, despite the fact that if someone told me not to read the emails. <laughs> now, come on, folks. Exactly if you put English. Dr. Blue Box into Google, what are the odds? <laughs> really? You would be astonished at the sort of things you get from Google. How far would you have to get before you even got a Doctor Who reference? Yeah. Is it true <laughs> if you Google Google, you destroy the internet? No, that's no, if you it Google comes up porn. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that breaks the web. Really? You would be surprised so what you find. Oh, you would be right. surprised how much porn is on the internet and what and how innocently you can come across it. As when I was at school, <laughs> when I was at school, I was doing a, a project on the battleship Bismarck. How do you get German porn from Bismarck? <laughs> I dread to think. Do you think Mickey's working in the garage yet? Because he's tasting cars. Oh, he's great. I'm sure he could have found something a little bit more. Less yellow. What's, What's wrong that? with the Beetle? Oh, it's the it's scheme. If it had been a blue uh, one, I'd forgive it. Nah. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's a bit pants. But, but it is good. Beetles and countervans can pull off yellow. Mm, only just. Minis only because it's fun to watch people punching each other as a result. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what face is Neil Clark pulling there? Wait, 
in my own right, I loathed it. I, th I thought, like you say, it catapults you out of the plot. It's stupid and silly. But when I watched it with a seven-year-old, who was getting quite wound up and a little bit scared by that point, it broke his mood, made him laugh, and enabled us to continue watching the episode safely. <laughs> so I have to defend the book, even though in my own right I hated it. Okay, Mickey now has an absolutely outlined hairline, is blatantly plastic, he's... And has problems driving a car. Has problems driving a car, has problems talking. How is it actually possible for her not to notice? Well, to be honest, how Maybe. much how much, she's did she how much notice did she take of Mickey anyway? How yeah. self-absorbed <laughs> has she always been? Maybe that's why the relationship never worked. Yeah. Mickey's a nice person. We know Mickey's great. Yeah. So we maybe it's Mi Rose that's she's the problem. She's just permanently taken him for granted and talked about Rose, 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 Rose the whole time. I could believe that. He looks <laughs> a bit less plastic now. Good grin, though. Yeah. <laughs> So here we are, we're taking you about tw almost halfway through the episode we haven't actually seen much of the Doctor. Well, it is well, called Rose, yeah. in fairness. And I think this is, this is the end for a lot of new people to Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. When it was originally aired, what, five years ago now? Four years? Mm, 2005, yeah. 2004 years ago. A lot of people have never seen Doctor Who before. Yeah. It was a brand new thing. And the fact is, you're supposed to know a lot of like, these, these people, but the Doctor is kind of supposed to still be mysterious. If you have mm. too much of an introduction for him, then it kind of spoils, it. spoils him. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Mm. This is weird, though. Yeah, this bit is a little bit... Mm. Well, it's also... It's, it, I think it's, <laughs> it's Michael <missing>. Jackson. <laughs> They've often said the production team in the early days, they found it hard to distinguish between where the horror should stop and the comedy should come in. And I think a lot of the early stuff, particularly this in Aliens of London, you get the horror, then the comedy sort of sledgehammers in, like the burp. Yeah. They don't know how far to take it. Like, you, like I said, the number of deaths you see, I like the fact the man screams there. Uh, <coughs> the yeah. number of deaths that happen off screen in this one. We'll get to that when we come to it. But I think it's, they said in the, they, were, they just didn't know how far to take the horror. So That's why the slapstick had to come in, yeah. like with the burp from the bin, just to defuse it every now and again. And also, uh, the, the director, Keith Block, whatever his name was, um, was main experience was in children's TV like Chuckle Vision and stuff like that. So. And it shows. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually quite, oh, don't directed Chuckle quite Vision. nice. Oh, it's directed quite good, but not for <laughs> Chuckle Vision. Yeah. How they can manage to keep a format like that going for so long has to be respected, surely. Mm. How nah, let's has go Chuckle Vision been going for? Forever. Uh, it was on I when we were Yeah, it. we were young, yeah. And, and they were looking old when we were watching it back then, weren't we? <laughs> what you don't realise is that the Chuckle Brothers are actually great old ones. They came from beyond the stars when the Earth was still young. The Chuckle Brothers faction. Now, where oh. was she going then? Because she slams that door and then turns around running as if she's going somewhere, but in her head, she would be going into a box. There would mm. be nowhere to run. That's a good point. I'm just going to hide in this box that looks a bit wobbly, frankly. <laughs> Maybe they'll go away. Yeah. It can I mean, be dead metal, but this wooden box will protect me. And she doesn't close that door. <laughs> mm. But this has got the best line in it. The assembled hordes of Genghis Khan couldn't get through there. Yeah, I love that line. You see, what's interesting with that is the assembled hordes of Genghis Khan couldn't get in there if they tried, and they did try. 
And yet, throughout Old Who, people were quite capable of just wandering in and out of the TARDIS. If it was unlocked. And sometimes it was in a state of temporal grace, and sometimes it wasn't. And, and once, if you turned the key the wrong way, the, the lock would melt. <laughs> really? Yeah, the sensorites. It's a little thing they say, because... Oh, um, I think they take the lock out in the sensorites, if I remember rightly. And Susan then does a usual, you know, reaction to anything that happens and starts crying down to, well, if you turn the lock the wrong way, it will melt and lock you out of the TARDIS. Okay. And, that w- and then I think later on, someone picked off his um, isomorphic. Mm. And sometimes it weighs several tons, and mm. sometimes a bunch of savages can pick it up. Oh, yes. Mm. And of course, you can put it on the back of a truck. And if it's going from side to side, it wobbles. Mm. But if they fall off a cliff and land on its side, mm. they're all fine right. inside. No, in Castro Valva, it lands on its side, and they've got to clamber up the yeah. console room. But mm. they didn't like land with a massive bang. I oh, used no. to have a theory that the inside of the TARDIS was on Gallifrey, and the only bit that did any travelling was the connection to the door. See, I've heard that before as well. Which was a lovely theory, but now we see far too much of seeing the outside from the inside and seeing the inside from the outside. And that idea that like the last few inches could be a wormhole is, yeah. is a bit... Well, he's losing it now, because we're doing tracking shots through it. And well, in, in, oh, I remember in the Tom Baker era, they did say it's, it's actually separate. It yes, is. it was the whole, if you could hold the box here and yeah, box it there is, and it is you could sort put of one inside the other. As far as I'm, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, it is actually its own plane of reality mm. that just intersects at one point. And so my, uh, my theory following on from that was that if the outside is affected and tipping and being shot at and whatever, you'd want a bit of guidance just to physically know something was wrong. So you'd want a bit of a tip, but not as much of a tip as was really happening. But then the interaction between the inside and the outside has always been a bit weird. I mean, in Logopolis, the Master's TARDIS turns into a tree. How do you get in and out of a tree? Yeah, well, I think it was a motorbike at one point as well. You get in through the bark door. Oh! Oh. Christ alive. (laughs) I cannot believe it. Don't worry about the explicit warning. I still have a bad humour warning. Does anyone remember the fuss over the fucking windows? Oh, what windows? Yeah. So what was the point of that? Windows in the TARDIS? No, the, the, there was this huge online fuss when the first TARDIS pictures leaked the windows. Oh, the proportions are all wrong! It's and this went on for out. months and months. And See, I was, wrong with I was just relieved it was still a police box, yeah. frankly. Mm. See, I, yeah. was just, I was just more concerned about the, the concept of anti-plastic. Yes, and I was going to bring that. That is, I mean, until Daywatch came out, that was the worst MacGuffin ever. Yeah. Look, I've got a test tube plot device. It feels like that Roadrunner bit, doesn't it, where he runs along and it pauses in the caption. You should have thought he just went anti-plastic, pause, caption, MacGuffin. <laughs> Acme anti-plastic. Acme you should have a little tag on it. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, it would have been the worst MacGuffin ever until Daywatch came out and had the chalk of fate. And you know, you know our favourite, the Doctor, the hero, the pacifist. Mm-hmm. What exactly does he do to the nesting consciousness? <laughs> uh, you can't he, say the Doctor never uses a weapon. 
Yes. Just mirrors. It has so many of them. Yeah, especially when it's hoity-toity about guns, but it doesn't mind. Well, in terms of when Chang, he's like, I need a hunting rifle, and they bring him out one, and he's like, oh yes, that's good, made in Birmingham or whatever. Yeah, and he's like a proper expert, and he shoots a rat, a gigantic rat. But water pistol in the David Tennant. Oh yes. The water pistol hurts the aliens as bad as a gun would hurt a normal squishy person. Yep. So why is that any not better? Suddenly, how can that be? And it's okay case. as long as it's not used against a human, because the Doctor is a big racist. Yeah, <laughs> speciesist. <laughs> and in any case, yeah. if you think the Doctor is some sort of pacifist, watch the Romans. He beats up at this assassin whilst giggling. <laughs> yeah, if you are if you are laughing while having a fight, you're you go past crazy crazy uncle and you go into crazy uncle that no one talks about. <laughs> and also, there's, oh, a, there's a bit at the end where he suddenly realises he has caused the Great Fire of London. The yes, Great fire. he's caused the Great Fire of London. Not London, people, not fire London. No, Rome, the, Rome, Rome, the Rome, 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 yeah, the Rome fire, in which yeah, yeah a, several hundred died. people died. And he would have known that. Yeah. And his response is, is <laughs> maniacal laughter. <laughs> Whoopsie! Because <laughs> he's a little bastard. I mean, more so in William Hartnell than any other doctor, you do get to question his sanity. <laughs> oh, this flipping shadow proclamation. Yes. Whatever is that. Do you I, know what it is? It though? was all yeah. very well. When it came up in this episode, and when Rose used it in yes. the Christmas invasion yeah the Sycorax um, it sounded like it was a law yeah. or a set of laws or an agreement or a Geneva Convention well, kind of thing proclamation yeah it tends it to read some, something that's been read yes. out yeah it's you're mentally proclaim. imagining a, a scroll being unfurled oh. yes yeah. well, not an organisation yeah not because a like, bunch of librarians that is not a proclamation that yeah. is a unless the organisation was formed because of the yeah, but the then they call themselves the Shadow Proclamation Administration or something like that. <laughs> Shadow, that Proclamation. Shadow Proclamation Committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's better. <laughs> a, bu- a bunch of, li- of blonde librarians with red eyes. I mean, oh, you wouldn't go saying we are a Doctor Who Proclamation, can you? That's just silly. So what do we think about the mill and what they've done so far? Oh, fantastic. I suppose it was a while ago. It it could have been a glove puppet, people. I know know we didn't want it to be um, an octopus again, or a glove puppet, but did it have to be the Great Splace Blamange? (laughs) (laughs) But but at least it wasn't a glove puppet. I'm I'm sorry, I I was scarred by Time Flight. (laughs) Anything's better. Have you seen Time Flight? Um, Yes, I have. Oh, when shame I was going to warn you not to. When you were it, it was the two-headed glove puppet thing. Oh, right. And you've also got Carnival of Monsters. Gross. The yeah. soft puppets of the sea. How did they and get don't the TARDIS down there? Terror of the Dinosaurs. The not all I want to see Terror of it's the Dinosaurs. L- it's only wonderful in your mind. If um, you watch it, it will spoil it. Terror of the Zygons? Going through London? Yeah. 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 The socks socks Oh, God. That's so, the first sock puppet. So the fact that this isn't a sock puppet already places it in... By far superior. But was it originally a sock puppet that they just CGI'd? They would never just have spoil, made a sock spoil, puppet. Or maybe not to spoil it because it was on the, the extra features of the Red Dwarf one. But the um, the CGI Scutter was originally a sock puppet. Danny Don Jules yeah. doing the sock puppet to talk to. Yes. But it does look like a sock puppet that someone's just added bits to it in this. Well, the Auton Arm was in, in the uh, fight in the living room. 
Ah yes, the usual trope. distinctly glove puppety in a couple of places. The usual trope here. Yes, we're in Mo London, definitely. We're London. definitely in, in London, but look, mobile phones suddenly fail at on only at inopportune moments. Yes. Oh, Either that or she just didn't want to talk to her. Yeah. No, you're breaking out. No, no, Sorry, no, I'm going shopping. Basic. <laughs> Is it just me or is this entire first episode a tourist video for London? Oh, not the first episode, the first series when they go to London. Oh, yeah. Because you've got Big Ben being destroyed. But then there's precedent for that. I mean, look at City of Death, Tom Baker era. It's yeah. also that, that would be an episode shorter. <laughs> I think that's more the, just a uh, production Paris team yeah. going, look, we're in Paris, really we are. Look, nice. it's not. Well, I think this is, look, we're in London, really we are, it's not Cardiff Yeah, Because <laughs> we did one night like, shooting here. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, homage. Needed or...? I thought it was quite good, this, this whole section, because it takes you away from the Doctor mm. and leads you into the unsafeness of the real world. Sadly, it's badly followed up by... How did your offspring react to, to this section? Well, again, I'd because I'd seen the <coughs> download, oh. I knew what was coming and at which point, and I purposefully bought us a lovely Doctor Who cake to accompany the, the whole watching of Doctor Who. It made it an occasion, and so whenever I knew there was something like that coming, I'd intercept him with a slice of cake. <laughs> oh, that's good. Nothing redirects your fear like a slice of cake. Wonderful. Either that or he's just going to grow up with an immense phobia of cake. <laughs> <laughs> cake? <gasps> Something oh, terrible no, is no, about no. to happen. <laughs> well, he's going to watch a lot of horror movies and get very fat. Is <laughs> <laughs> it just me these autons the worst shot ever? I never see a single person drop. <laughs> see, my question about the autons is that they're, they're animated plastic. Right. Yeah. How do you make a firearm out of plastic? For a start, it's you, it's quite clearly got because, a metal bit. Well, not because originally these autons have seemed spearheaded from space. Mm. So they. I could seen have the bought episodes. the karate chops. That that would have been more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is what doesn't convincing. I really don't love to see the kid auton. I would love to see the kid auton shoot someone. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, in like spearhead from space and stuff, the evil corporation being controlled by the nesting consciousness was making the dummies. Right. So you can understand how the dummies would have guns. They could have hidden that things is in, good. But that could but have been a backstory to this that we don't know right, anything about. But then what's the continuity point? Error oh, yeah, up in the yeah I was going to mention that one as well. Yeah. What? Well, what just care for continuity error? It's mm -hmm. not for a while yet. Not for a while, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? No. Uh, autons in wedding dresses. Things are very creepy when they're wearing wedding dresses, except people at w except ladies at weddings. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure they'd freak out some people. And we take. <laughs> Here we go. This is it, isn't it? Uh, in a three. second. So you've yeah. got... When it gets to it. Oh, here we go. This is a Laura Croft moment. <laughs> one. Like an A-level would help at this point. And then three. two and three. And then another oh, one. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. See, why did she see, wait so long to do a little speech before Maybe she one of them was ambidextrous. What's so great about getting the bronze, though? Well, it's better than getting nothing. And in what way would an A-level have helped? Yeah. How does throwing the Autons into the nesting actually kill the Autons? Kill the Autons or kill the nesting? Okay, it just reconstitutes them. Oh, right. Melt into it and then get hit by anti -plastic. I mean, it does look pretty hot. Yeah. There. Well, the additional fires help lava. as well. I think technically I would have preferred an octopus, be it CGI or anything. But. Oh. Why would a nesting consciousness need a protein planet, by the way? Because plastic is made out of hydrocarbons. So no, it has fossil no fuels. Yeah, mm. fossil fuels, which are hydrocarbons. They have nothing to do with protein. Mm. Doesn't it need to, to keep... 
doesn't it need to keep the things alive that make the excess smoke and rubbish yeah, and stuff? Yeah, it, it likes the pollution. Yeah, so wouldn't it want to keep them alive rather than killing them all? You'd think. But then it's like vampires. I mean, they're self-defeating. You bite everybody, Van Gogh's dinner. Yeah, there's a lot of bananas that's like that. Don't think it through. Cows eat all the grass. There'll be no grass left. That kind of thing. But then there's only cows because we want to eat them. Otherwise, we'd be using all their fields for crops. Where do cows come from? That's not necessarily true. From I don't know buffaloes. 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 Now think about it. Before Westerners came, well, I say Westerners. Before white man came to went to America and killed all the buffalo. There was so many buffalo in America, on the plains of America. They, like, if they migrated, the ground would shake. There were so bloody many of them, right? So clearly, in the absence of, of people farming them, actually, yeah, cows will quite happily breed until there's so bloody many of them. If they had enough area to and breed. And yeah. farming it and saying... Out you horrible cow, bang! <laughs> Get off my farm! <laughs> Get off my land! Ooh, now I think that's rude. What? She wants to. Her mum has almost just died, right? And her, she's really worried about her daughter. She's like, "Oh my god, haven't you? You know, you phoned me and everything." Mm. And instead of saying, "Yeah, it's all right, I'm okay. I'll speak to you later. I've got to go. Bye," she just says nothing and puts the phone down. I would immediately presume that she was dead or something. Dying. That's because yeah. she's a selfish bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she really really is. Really this, I think. And it doesn't come across in anything more than this episode. No. <laughs> I don't really know why we like her so much. It's all like the cast of Friends. Really, when you think, look at it, every single one of them are just selfish bastards. All out for themselves. Well, and we've already ascertained that Rose is the kind of girl who will happily go and hang out with a strange guy she's only just met in his shed. So and how many people did she actually <laughs> flirt with and kiss with in this series? And then all of a sudden, next series, it's oh, only the Doctor's mine. Mm-hmm. Yet she flirts mm-hmm. and kisses so many other people in this series. So we've got Adam. Yeah, it's Adam, Jack. Does she flirt uh, yeah. with Adam? And yeah. everyone flirts with Jack. He's got like pheromones yeah. installed in yeah, him. Yeah, but, but it's, for someone who <laughs> next, for someone who the very story. next series is oh, only the Doctor for me. She certainly yeah, tries. Yeah, but do you know why that is? Because the Doctor suddenly becomes pretty. But I think Christopher Eccleston's pretty in a rugged northern kind of way. When he's looking gritty and determined, yeah. not when, so much when he's looking manic. No, no, gritty and determined. Or when he's punning. punning. There's a lot of punning for Eccleston's doctor. Mm. Arm, arm, armless and whatnot. Armless. Um, may I suggest you shunt off. off? Yeah. Um, I like a happy medium. Oh, oh that, that was a cringe moment. <laughs> not quite as bad as yours. Through the bark All door. Right, Paul, Come Nikki, on, that was good. Let's get you home. <laughs> Actually, cold. on second thoughts, oh, I'm going to bugger off. <laughs> I, I don't think this whole thing about her wanting to go back and see her dad because it's a time machine was that was played up enough. No, I don't think it's not apparent she's, she was thinking of her dad at all at this point. She's not. Yeah, she doesn't give I enough time think to was. think to have the process of. Um, oh, no, time she's machine just dumping Nikki. See dad, but then it's on cool. in Unquiet oh. Dead, it's mm. mentioned that she's been thinking about her dad more and more. So maybe it's because she knows she's travelling in space. Hey, time. Yeah. it's a time machine. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we have the Concertus next time. Which, why do they stick on the DVD? Yeah. <laughs> well, why? <laughs> it's on TV. Next well, time, press. You two could watch well, it. Well, because, because you've to turn off your DVD. Well, because some geek who would really love 
to have all of these. Actually, that's why you get this the, looks the like trailers. A, this looks like yeah, a yeah, much yeah, better yeah. episode. Why the hell did we watch the one we just watched? Ah, the, mm-hmm. the trees. I. Why do trees Jack? evolve? I can understand maybe. No, it's not Captain trees Jack. Trees would evolve into. It could be. It's not Captain Jack. Yeah. Why do trees evolve into an anthropomorphic no, shape? I don't know. Because everything evolves into anthropomorphic shape. That's why they all wear boiler suits because they just make like one size fits all. <laughs> Whatever happens, Jade is hot. Robert Holmes. So, Yay. what did we think of the episode then? I think it was a load of gump, but I like it. And it's all back. Out of ten, I'll give it a seven point five. I would probably give it a five or six actually. I, w- I was thinking a six, but it does the job it's intended yes. to do. Yes. Mm. You couldn't put a powerful one on first. You've got to introduce everybody. You've got to tempt them in gently. You've got to show them Stuff. the TARDIS. You've yeah. got to it, show it, them a screwdriver. It's the pilot it's episode. It's not. It's not really an episode. It's just. It's a. It's a statement of intent. Mm. This is what mm. we've got. This is how we can do th- things. And so out of ten, six. I'm gonna have to go for a seven because I can watch that one all the time. I can always see. That's stick the thing. I get. I like it, it's fine, like you said, it does the job it's supposed to do, but, you know, as a standalone episode, you just kind of go, oh, right, finish now. I know we kind of commented on the episode at the time, but does anyone want to comment on the music? It's the one thing we haven't talked about, because we couldn't hear well, the Should music. we save yeah. music for another time, and wrap up now that the episode's over? And we're glad we'd like to say thank you very much for listening to our podcasts. And this is a goodbye from Marco Priest, Gemma Bassett, Alison Trace, Chris Nichols. Lawrence Dunkirk. And you can turn off your DVD player now. What are you pushing that button for? Okay. <laughs>